Hello and welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host Arthur and with me as always is my wonderful co-host Brian. Brian, what is going on with you today? Uh, nothing much, just straight chilling. Uh, doing good, doing good. How about yourself? Also doing good on this fine Sunday morning. We're here to bring you some more anime as we always do. And uh-huh. it's going to be a special one. It's going to be a jam-packed episode, Brian. It's going to be the first of all Crunchyroll Awards. And then Ooh. we're going to do our anime of the year for 2021 and then after that we're gonna continue our everybody's favorite monogatari with a suki monogatari review and uh, it's gonna be a fun episode man what do you think ah i think it's gonna be very delicious because whenever we do Ooh. monogatari it's always a good time absolutely so, absolutely yeah. well before we get into this um like country roll awards brian any tangents you want to bring up anything you've been doing any any news that uh, you want to bring up to the podcast news surprisingly no i think um actually no i don't think i have any news okay um, well there has been a development with the legends of arceus um okay pe- I guess people like you know how like the old trick of getting because like they ship it out to like like a corner store or, like a mom and pop shop and so people get it right. early that way, right? Um, so a lot of people have been saying that um, it's been really good. I mean, because um, you know a lot of the Reddit people like to shit on whatever they can whatever they can, and right, um, of a big criticism has been uh, the graphics. It looks so barren and ugly. Which I kind of do agree. I think it does look ugly. I mean, I feel like um, they could definitely yeah. like, come on, bro. It's twenty twenty two. You can, you can bump up the graphics. Like it kind of does look kind of barren, but the uh, yeah, people playing it have been saying, the word on the street is not confirmed yet. You know, but that is actually really good. Um, like it, it, it like kind of strays away from the Pokemon formula, but oh. in a nice and a refreshing way. That is appreciated. So, you know, maybe that's a really good, good look. That is gonna be a pretty good game, and that's that's always good to hear. You know, yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I've heard um, kind of similar things. I've so people say that like The Witcher from things from far away look absolute dog shit, but from no, 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 opposite, far away they look good because yeah. the render distance is there, and then from close by it looks bad, and then on this game it's the opposite. When you're really close by the things, it looks good, but far away things look like absolute, like ultra pixely, and that's probably to do with the Switch, you know, just the way mm-hmm. it has no power really. So it's unfortunate that we still have it on Switch. Just like make a better console instead of like the only LED one, you know. It's just it's just too bad we got that instead. Yeah, the just just changing the display. Right. It would have been of nice to have like yeah. The Switch Pro, God damn it! Some more power, yeah. No kidding, man. Yeah, it's crazy how it's crazy how outdated the Switch is, you know. And mm-hmm. I think yeah, like the phones nowadays are still stronger than the Switch. Crazy, man. I uh, know. Well, like the only thing that it sucks is that like it, it doesn't even run at sixty FPS. I think it's like at thirty. Oh man! Like sometimes yeah. you see. Um, I think you know. I noticed it a lot when I went into the rabbit hole of a uh, of a uh, fucking uh um mario maker sub uh not not speed running but like <laughs> okay yeah speed running when they do challenge okay. they do challenge maps or whatever and then you just see the koopas like let go up and then instantly down and you're like bro like <laughs> you can't draw the fucking animations right like for yeah. in between and that's yes. when i really notice it um 
but yeah i think it's so weird that like because i feel like it could be more powerful like i know that That's it's like portable or whatever but i don't know and then we also have the steam deck coming out people say it looks good but i feel like i'm really reluctant for anything that small to run any of the modern games because like absolutely like even laptops struggle you know like you need a full-blown ass fucking PC. overheating problems and shit huh yeah yeah you need a fucking full ass fucking PC just to run fucking Warzone at 4K, and so like, you know, like it's probably but gonna have the same like limited capabilities. Even like, probably not as bad as a Switch, but no, like in between not. in between Switch and laptop, because I feel like a laptop would just be better, you know. Probably yeah. I mean, people are saying maybe with this theme bag, it'll make Switch and like, Nintendo, you know, want to compete with it. But I don't think so. I don't think Nintendo cares. You know, because yep. like, we'll see. no way. And what uh what what is your take? I guess this is also one of this has been a big news. How do you feel about Microsoft buying uh fucking Blizzard Activision? So everybody that has played World of Warcraft, Diablo, my friends, I've asked all of them, and all of them are ecstatic about it. And I was shocked. That's weird. And because they said that um I think everybody that you know is into those games like World of Warcraft, um, Diablo, because Diablo Four has been at a standstill. World of Warcraft has been shitty on updates. Like it's all been you know stagnant right now because of the allegations and whatnot. And hopefully with Microsoft buying it, they'll get back to updating it and you know moving on from this um the allegations already. And I know it's you can't just brush it off. You know it's there. It's a bad thing that it happened. It's horrible. But you know as a company, you do have to just keep uh you know moving forward with the the projects you have as you're as you're dealing with these things and i think the majority of my friends are very happy because um just having microsoft as like you know um a backing with money where maybe help them start releasing more content again and so i mean yeah it's i think it's um it's i think it's a big deal i mean i'm ha- i'm i'm not really happy for it i don't really like when companies do this in general mm-hmm. like you know how you know how you feel about disney you and me are big uh well, I don't know about you, but I'm a big hater on Disney because they just buy everything up too. Yeah. And that pisses me off. But, you know, it's like same thing with Microsoft. And it's unfortunate. But, you know, Microsoft, when they ever since uh, I think Banjo-Kazooie, they kind of just buy companies and give them money to do their own thing. And they ruin themselves a lot of the times like uh, CD Projekt Red did with uh, Cyberpunk and whatnot. But and so, I mean, it's good. I'm excited. More games for Game Pass. So I won't complain. But. You know, I'm not happy with the company owning uh, the AAA game studio anyway, but whatever. Yeah, no, I feel the same with you. I feel like Microsoft is where things go to die. Maybe Blizzard and Activision will be put put out of their misery already. Because I feel like all of their fucking games been sucking dick lately. Like Warzone is fucking ass. And then, you know, like Overwatch, Overwatch 2. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because they did fuck up Rare. They did fuck up Halo. And like... Um, Whoa! Come on, bro. Well, Halo's we always know. been their company, though. I don't know what do you mean. Well, because didn't they take it over after? Isn't three four three a Microsoft company or like? Yeah, and it was Bungie's. Fine, fine. And so you know, come on, bro. We all know that Halo three was the best Halo. No. Or the best no, multiplayer, or the best multiplayer. N- nope. Halo Reach is the best multiplayer. Debatable, debatable. But no, that's a fact. But okay, go, go on, go on. But you know, you have Discord. You have fucking um skype and like i don't know i just feel like i don't fuck with microsoft i don't know why they don't like just do their own shit like why the fuck are they buying people i hear i hear that they're not gonna try to make um some titles exclusive like call of duty like they're gonna try to keep 
things cross-platform, or at least that's what, um, you never know with fucking articles or, like, headlines. But they're lying, Brian. You think they're going to make Call of Duty just uh, Xbox exclusive? I think uh, they have ongoing contracts, right, uh-huh. with um, Activision and PlayStation that they can't just break right now. It would just yeah. be unethical. So I think uh, I think 2024, when that contract is off, they, it's going to be only on Xbox Call of Duty. I really do. Fuck. Well, it's just so weird. I hate this whole Monopoly shit. Like mm-hmm. like you said. Absolutely. Like, fucking Doom, like Disney, Amazon, and fucking Microsoft just need, needs to go to fucking hell already. They need, they need to knock it off, bro. Seriously, like Microsoft, how is Microsoft a legit a, a Monopoly? And that's yeah. not even debatable. Yeah. Like, seriously. Dead ass. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, whatever. And and people were saying, oh, don't worry. Trust companies are going to block block it. But I'm like, if they didn't block Disney, if they didn't block Crunchyroll Funimation merger, yeah. if they didn't block, like, Microsoft existing, like, you know, no. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, no, so. definitely. I I don't ha- I feel like I have no hope at this point where, like, trust or anything like shit. Cause, no, like, no, no way. Nah. I feel like it's going to go through and then we're just going to, I don't know. That's why Nintendo's the only one that's pure. Well, yeah, pretty much. Except they gotta just up their shit already, dude. Like, I, like the Switch is so, it's bad, man. You know, it's like, it's like, seriously, the the drifting sticks, you know, and all that. I haven't had that issue yet because I never play on yeah. portable. Yeah, but, but like, that, isn't that for the same thing with PlayStation and um and Xbox, Xbox as well? I'm just saying, you know, especially. Yeah, I'm just saying in general, like they gotta they gotta just stop with this nonsense anyway, and then they they gotta stop denying that it doesn't exist, like Microsoft and Play and Sony did. Mm-hmm. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. You know it's yeah. obvious that it's there. Well, I feel like Nintendo acknowledges somewhat because you can get them f- fixed for free. Um, mm, yeah, it's true. But um, but I feel like they've always been behind of the game, where like their consoles has always been slower than like the PlayStation and the Xbox. You know, right in that kind of right. sense but i just wish they would like you know like go hard as fuck and try to make like a really like next gen console like that has like the nintendo spirit and also like not like because i don't think the graphics is per se shitty but you know come on 30 well, frames per second is is fucking bullshit like yeah you know? i mean come on 2022 yeah. my man i know exactly and so i feel like it does have to at least feel like sort of like relevant and contemporary you know absolutely man that's the thing about it so yeah, I mean, it's rough. It's rough. Hopefully, I don't know what we're gonna, what's gonna happen in the future, but I know also Xbox is gonna stop making consoles after this one. They're done making consoles. Um, probably oh, for really? good reason. This yeah, they're probably done. the last Xbox and just go PC. So, no. Yeah, they're gonna promote PC and uh, Switch. I think they're just gonna license out a bunch of stuff and Game Pass with PC, probably even Nintendo maybe. Damn. Do you think Nintendo's gonna stop? Is that what you're saying that Nintendo's gonna stop making games? I mean no. consoles. Oh no! Okay. No, Nintendo's gonna see, keep making their own thing. They won't care. But I just think that a lot of Xbox games are gonna go on Nintendo's uh, platform, whatever they have out. Oh. Since N- Nintendo and Xbox have a really good have a really good um you know connection and all that. Yeah. So it's just not Sony that's not playing nice. It seems like as always. But they're like fuck off. Which is yeah, like I said, I think they're gonna make everything exclusive only to PC, Xbox, and Nintendo because. Nintendo has been with Xbox for a long time with um working together and uh-huh. it's just been Sony always like you know I think the whole Fortnite crossplay last one to get on board was uh Sony same with Roblox and you know it's just like in Rocket League it's always been Sony being the last one to be on board to want to you know play nice it's unusual mm-hmm. Do you wow. agree that like the next gen console game lineup hasn't 
Like it's not there. Like, because has, has there been any good like next gen consoles? I mean games. Like games, right? Yeah, yeah, games. Uh, absolutely not. I mean, no, it's just not. I mean, seriously, dude, I've been jumping out of gaming so hard recently. Like, it's been you. secondary. That's yeah. been so secondary to me. Like, anime's been, you know, up in front. Back yeah. then, they were kind of tied up. I remember, I think we mentioned it. I, I kind of went back and forth, and now it's, like, just pretty much anime and, you know, films and here and there. But, like, seriously, man, these games have been not doing good. I don't know what the deal. Maybe I'm just getting older. I'm just losing interest. No. You know what? It's not that. Because I, I can go back and... No, no, no. I think we've been over that, how you played Platinum and you had a good time and all that nonsense right so yeah well i'm having i'm still having a great time with fucking uh um whatever that fucking game is called uh brilliant Shining. diamond yeah ah, yeah yeah that game is my shit honestly i think i think gen 4 i think i might have to switch um saying that gen 3 is my favorite i think gen 4 is probably my favorite now um, okay because wow. i just like oh fuck i have like hella well i don't have like hella hella hours right now because um i have school or whatever but like whenever i have a right. chance i'm playing like I really love like the design layout. I feel like this game fucking shits on like like Sword and Shield so hard because Sword and Shield, what I really like the Wild Zone. Yes. But like, um, I hate it. I hate 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 how fucking straight how linear the fucking game was because like you literally like oh, go yeah. in an entire straight line, and then in Diamond Pearl like they have side quests which is like. Like, I forgot, like, you know, Pokemon actually did that shit. And, like, um, I got to. Surf and I started exploring all the fucking... I went to the Ironworks or whatever. And it just opened so much things that I was already there. But you have to, like, kind of backtrack, too. Wow. Um, And it just kind of makes it, like, a richer plan experience, which I just really appreciate. Wow. I should probably get it already. I haven't... I still haven't bought it yet. Good Lord. Well, if you want to play the the Gen 4, I think it's really good remake. Like, it looks good. Um. I don't know why. I don't know if this is just biased because it's Gen 4, but I've always hated, like, the, the 3D sprites of, um, of like, Pokemon. But in this one, I feel like they do a really good job at it. I don't know. It, it might be, like, Root Rose Tinted Glasses where, like, I kind of rejected all of Sword and Shields because, like, you know, they made pretty <laughs> yeah. good 3D sprites, right? Like, right. you know, when, when they go chibi and then when you fight them, they go bigger. I love the bigger forms, like, but I don't know if that's just me. But, and then the fucking underground is so fun with, like, the, all the caves and the... Oh, right. And, like, they have, they kind of incorporated, like, the wilderness area into the Grand Underground. And, um, yeah. And then I fucking had to do that quest where I had to catch all the unknowns because I wanted the hippopotamus Pokemon. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. And so it was good. It's, it's been good. I've been having fun. I've been having a blast. It's all that matters, man. I'm glad. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy. Uh, well, eventually I'll get it. I mean, I like Pokemon a lot, too. So I think it's one game I had to get anyway. Yes, yes, I would recommend it highly. Okay, well, I mean, with that tangent out of the way, should we just jump into the Crunchyroll Awards? Yep, I like how I was like, oh, maybe there's not any tangents, but then there <laughs> <laughs> the fucking was. 15 whole minutes, yep, that's the way we do it here, the anime fridge. Okay, okay, so are we doing this round robin, starting from the bottom? Started from yeah, the bottom, from the now bottom. we're here. Oh, I was just thinking that, yes sir, let's do it. <laughs> so, you have the honors to go first, Brian. Okay. Sorry, I had to burp. I don't know if the camera, uh, I mean, the camera, the fucking microphone caught it. Hopefully not. I don't think it ever catches it when you actually burp. And I hear you like, oh, I burped. And I'm like, I never really catches it, I think. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Because, like, I tried to move away. But then I started talking. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay, so best film. So we got Bell that just barely released in the United States, like, last week. So what the fuck? But who knows? <laughs> we have Evangelion 3.0. 
plus 1.0 thrice upon a pot thrice upon a time um yeah we got demon slayer kimitsu new yaiba the movie mugen train and then we have jose the tiger and the fish which is one i haven't heard of actually okay and then shirobako the movie and then world words bubble up like soda pop okay brian how many have you watched uh one so that's your vote Demon Slayer, no, vote for it. No, <laughs> yeah, it no, is. No, no, I have to yeah, vote yes. for Shirobaku. I have to vote for Bullshit. Shirobaku. Bullshit, you cannot vote for Shirobaku, you yes, piece I of can. shit, dude. Or, world, or words bubble up like a soda pop, because I heard that was very emotional, very heartwarming. I heard that uh, Josie, or Jose, the tiger and the fish, was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch it, I think. came out in theaters, but I missed it again. Uh, but obviously for me, it's easy. It's Evangelion, you know, 3.1. Really? It, Even better it than me- Mugen Train? Oh, yeah, easily, dude. Really? You know how I feel about Mugen Train. Come on, good lord. The biggest anime film of all time? Sure. No, not, not for me. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's big or not. I didn't enjoy it, which is Evangelion. Evangelion was a good chapter close. We finally got some you know, Hideaki Anno not being a depressed boy. You know, he's moving on from Evangelion. Hopefully, this is it. I don't think it's it, though. Evangelion's been in the zeitgeist since 1997. It will never die, you know. So, are so. you just a Hisoka simp? Hisoka Simp or Hideaki Anno? Misaka? Oh, Asuka. Asuka. Um, sure, I mean, that could be one of the reasons why. But yeah, she's great too. But I'm going to vote for Evangelion 3.0. Is the Easily. orange hair girl the one that is like yeah, drinking beer? Oh, she's a Sundere? No, but is she yeah. the one that was drinking beer on the first episode? Well, like they no, go to that, that's a, or is that the purple-haired girl? That's none of the girls here in the, in the title. She's the older lady. Oh. She's older? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I'm voting for Demon Slayer. Wink, wink. <laughs> yep. Shirobako was good, though. By the way, I did watch Shirobako. And I think I mentioned it. And it was a good movie. It was good. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you go next. Oh. Go next. Okay, okay. For uh, Best Fantasy, we're going to have Moshoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, Core 1. And then Ranking of Kings. And then we have uh, Recurring as a Slime, Season Dose. And then we have the case study of Vanitas. And we have To Your Eternity. And lastly, Wonder Egg Priority. How many of these did you watch, Brian? Zero. So, two. Wonder Egg Priority and To Your Eternity. You started them? Yes. <laughs> okay, what was better for you? Um, honestly, To Your Eternity was kind of pretentious to me. Uh, Wonder Egg Priority. It was good. It was all right. Which out of this one, which one is the horniest? Um, yeah, to your eternities, more horny. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's surprising. Cool. I guess I'm going with Wonder Egg Priority because I refuse. Yeah. Okay. For me, I'm mixed on this. I I want to vote Ranking of Kings everything, but I can't. I can't with. I can't do this for this one. I'm gonna go with Mashoku Tensei. Uh, Tensei. That was by far the best fantasy of the year. Probably, well, maybe of all time possibly it was damn i've started watching it recently i think i started last week i mean you know i heard good things about it and i started watching it and it's fucking good problematic yes but a good show (laughs) nonetheless okay okay i'll vote for that for now ranking of kings man i'm still mixed on that boys that it shouldn't be on here but whatever okay okay brian best romance let's go baby all right this one's a pretty big one because i've actually watched half of it oh we got b stars prefer i think season two fruit yeah, baskets right. the final season don't toy with me miss nagatoro uh horiyama horimiya 
Yes. Komi can communicate and then Duke of Death and his maid. Alright. Okay. I think this one goes without saying. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Are we both voting Fruits Basket? Yes, we are. Fruits Basket vote <laughs> was easy. I feel like these starts, I feel like season two wasn't that romantic. No, nope, like season one. one. And don't toy, I mean, you know, toy, it's not a bad show, but come on. Fucking Fruit I Basket. I think it's getting to the romance in next season, right? Yes, I agree. I agree. But come on, don't mess with the guitar. And same with Comey Can't Communicate. It was just a comedy, really, in, in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that one, that one was too easy. Too easy, man. All right, moving on for my next one is our best drama. And we're starting off with 86. That's the first one. And then Fruits Baskets, the final season. And then Kageki Shoujo. And then Odd Taxi. And then To Your Eternity. And lastly, we have Wonder Egg Priority. Well. Ah, uh, fuck. I feel like this one's hard, bro. Okay. Straight, straight drama. For me, it's easy. Which one? Odd Taxi? Fruits, fruits Basket. No, it's Fruit Fruits Basket. basket. Well, I feel like the thing about Fruit Basket is... Is that it's uh, it was dramatic, like a, dude. No, it it was, but it was like a five season thing compared to like, um, like Autopsy, which was one. Sure. But it, but like season five was just like a culmination of all those things. Mm, so I think I'll yeah. give it, I'll give it, I'll give it to, fruit, uh, fruit baskets as well. Good man. All right, confirm that vote. Let's go. Okay, so now we're going to best comedy. Um, we have Don't Toy With Me, Nagatoro. I feel like Nagatoro is going to win a lot of fucking awards. Um, okay. Komi Can Communicate, Miss Kobayashi, Dragon Mate S, Odd Taxi, which is kind of odd. I mean, it is funny, but yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a comedy. Um, right. Life Lessons with Uramachi Onisan, and then yeah. Heaven Design Team. That's that's funny. That's actually up here. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And so okay. I heard I heard the Uramachi one was pretty funny. I thought yeah. people were enjoying it when it came out. Yep. Mm. If somebody were to ask you, Brian, hey, Brian, I want a comedy anime, and you had to pick out of these six, what would you recommend to them? Probably neither. Because I feel Wait, like... what? Because I'd probably say, oh, okay, probably Life Lessons, but I haven't seen it, though, so I can't vote for it. Oof, yeah. Fucking Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid S was so was You so didn't slow. watch it, though. You didn't watch it. Yes, I did. I saw season one. And so therefore... No, season two, though. You didn't watch I'm saying. Because I feel like I would say if you want a good, like, mystery, I'd say a taxi, but I wouldn't say comedy. It wouldn't come right, up to mind. Exactly. And I feel like if I recommend them, don't toy with me, mix Nagatoro. It's just too horny. You can't just, like... <laughs> I know, I go know. Right, yeah. <laughs> just right off the bat. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, shit. I don't know. I feel like if, for that question, I'd probably give them a life lesson to this Muramichi Onisan. Yeah, but, I'm gonna. I'm going on. Okay, go, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. No. So yeah, for but. me, I'm gonna go with whatever I, I liked it the most, and by far it was Life Lesson with Uramichi and Unisan. That was the funniest. Had like the great cast of um, voice actors of Seiyus. I'm gonna be pretentious. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll go with that one. Mikoyashi was great, but Life Lessons was just funnier for me. I know it's not for everybody that um, you know self-deprecating humor where he hates his life. I know it's not for everybody, but it worked for me. So I'll vote for that as well. Okay, now I'm voting on Taxi because I feel like it made me <laughs> laugh more than Nagatoro. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's honestly fair. Okay, moving on for best action. We got Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Mugen Train Arc. Then we got JJK Core 2, 
And we have SSSS Diana Zenon and VV Floor Rights Eye Song. And lastly, Wonder Egg Priority again. What the oh hell? Oh my god, what the fuck? Okay, best action, Brian. What did you watch? So, Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, that's about it. Uh, Here again, another question for you. If someone were to ask you, Ryan, I want a straight action show. What's what would you recommend them? I think it's I, easy, right? Action, I'd probably say Attack on Titan, but if you said Shonen, I I probably said Jujutsu. Really, I would I would say JJK for both. Really, uh, Attack on Titan has way too much talking, and if they just want pure action. I think JJK is the way to go. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I thought Attack on Titan had a lot of action. There's a thing about Attack on Titan. It says part one, final season. You have to already be invested in it to even want to get to this far. You know, like, I don't know. So have we say have we been saying core the like wrong the entire time? Because I thought it was like C-O-R-E, not C-O-U-R. No, we've been saying it right. So why is it C-O-U-R too? It's a French word here. Yeah, it's core. 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 You can say yeah, core. I'd, I'd say... Um, I said JJK because um, it did have good action scenes. I'm not going to lie. The thing is, that, then the Zenon, it's so good. has great action scenes, but it's Mecha. It's hard to recommend to people. I know Mecha's dying and people aren't into it anymore. And same with Vivi. Had amazing, amazing scenes, but straight action, JJK. It's too easy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so. All right. Next one, gotta, Brian. Gotta go with JJK. Yes, sir. Oh, best ending sequence. If Let's the best go. Best started here, they're horse. Ooh. I guess there's some bunch of hoes. Um, okay, so we have Shogeki on Attack on Titan. Uh, Yashini Su- Shusui. Oh, my fucking God. Jesus Christ. Um, for <laughs> Beastars. And then Shirogane for um, for Demon Slayer. I heard that one was pretty popular. Awesome. Nine Nine Shadow's House. And then Infinity by Yuri. Whoa, I wonder if that's Yuri from uh, from Twice. I mean, not Twice. Fucking uh, Red Velvet. And no, 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 it's not. But um, no. Kanbare Komuko-san no theme for um, So I'm a Spider, So What? I forgot about that anime, but that's yeah. by Watashi. Aoyuki. Yeah, oh, whoa. Nice, nice, nice. Um, what have you listened to, Brian? I think, I've, I think I've heard the Shogeki from Attack on Titan. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw the Infinity one, but since I can't remember it, it kind of tells about it but right. i feel like i feel like this one you have to choose fucking b stars i feel like you cannot okay it's, for me it's gonna be easy with uh someone's fighter so what what hell yeah no. she she literally just raps of why she hates being reincarnated as a spider really really fast hell no. hell it's no. good it's good bro fucking the ending sequence to b stars plays into the fucking anime they fucking mixed it like genius blew everybody's mind and it was a really good song you're right it comes to ed overall i mean i guess you're not wrong but i just liked uh, first of all i'm an aoyuki simp all right god all damn right. it so am i but still like i feel like the genius the, it it's there i think it's yeah. gonna win honestly it's gonna probably win it has to win it has yeah, to i think win. it's gonna win but, but i'll um, make sure that aoyuki gets her one vote from me okay you're valid you're valid all right, move on to best opening sequence, which we have Boku no Sensu from Attack on Titan again, and then Kaibutsu from Beat Stars, and then we have Vivid Vice from JJK, and I Know Supreme by Fana from uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, and Odd Taxi Skirt and Pumpei 
uh, Crybaby, of course, from Tokyo Revengers. Brian, oh, go ahead. What were you saying? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was saying I'm surprised you didn't put JJK for the ending sequence as well, because I knew the first one when it was like nah, nah. That, that one was, was pretty popular. Badass, dude. Yeah, it was all right. I know you didn't like it, but uh, what were you saying? Sorry. Once again, how many did you listen? How many did you know of these? Uh, I think half of them. No, four. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, I think I've only not seen. I think I might have seen the Attack on Titan ones, but I don't remember it. But I, it's that I World War it, Two thing vibe. Yeah. What is it? The da di di da di da. Yes. Oh, is it that one? Yeah, it is. I feel like that one's gonna win. Yeah. But. For me, I think the only one I haven't seen probably then is Tokyo Revengers. Um, oh, okay. Because I, I did see the season two one for Dragon Maid. Um, but I have to go easy, hot, hot taxi. That one, I couldn't <laughs> skip it every single time. It just fucking slapped. I'm I'm with you on that one. Hot taxi, easy vote. Like the the visuals they gave you, you know, of everybody was fucking yeah. amazing. And then the song was a bop, dude. Oh, and yeah. it slowly ties in. Like so uh, good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's so subtle but so good. It's exactly. Easy vote. Alright. That's that one's too easy. Okay. Best Alright. It's gonna be actor? a tough one, man. You think so? Yeah, because I don't I don't watch a dub, dude. Ah uh, fuck. Well I guess we just have to we have to guess. Yeah. Okay, so um we have Brittany Cox for Fina, Fina Pirate Princess, uh Laura Bailey for Tahuro Honda. Fruit Baskets, the final season. Adam MacArthur for Yuji Itadori, uh, JJK. Uh, David Wald for Ainosuke Shin- Shindo, aka Adam, Skate the Infinity. Matt Shipman for uh, Riki Kayan, Skate the Infinity. And then Anarisi Kino- Quinones. Quino- Fuck, yeah. Huh. I just lost my Mexican card there. Uh, for Rika <laughs> Kawaki. Kawaii. All right, Ryan, what do you think is the best? <laughs> uh, I've heard none of their voices. Um, I kind of wanted to just vote for Toru. But... <laughs> so do I, dude. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So let's just vote for Toru. Yeah, I'll go for Toru. I feel like Toru can actually be done pretty easily in English. So yeah. I'll go with yeah. yeah. I feel like it's not that hard. Okay, now a little bit easier for us is best voice actor performance for Japanese seiyu. So you have Ayane Sakura did Gabby Braun from Attack on Titan, everybody's fucking favorite. And then we have Yuki Kaiji, Eren Yeager from Attack on Titan. And then you have Kiyoshi Kobayashi, which he did Daisuke Jigen from Lupin the Third Part Six. And we have Natsuki Hanai with Orohide Orokawa from Our Taxi. And Aoyuki, who did Kumoku from So I'm a Spider, So What? And we have Kanata Aikawa, who did I also from Wonder Egg Priority. Wonder Egg Priority getting a lot of attention, isn't it, Brian? For real. I feel like a little too much, if you ask me. I think so, too. I think for how, how shitty it ended, it should not be up here in a lot of things. Ah, ooh, whoa, whoa. Good, good start. I'll maybe almost Masterpiece level start. And then it just, you know, if Ranking of Kings does this, I'm going to be the saddest of boys. <laughs> you never know some some exactly. of these fucking enemies just sell at the fucking end yes i'm scared okay brian what do you think who would you watch i've heard i heard adam yeager's voice i don't know who gabby brown is i i watched three episodes of uh so i'm a spider and wonder egg 
I always want to vote for my girl Aoyuki, but I really like the monotone and like kind of like smooth delivery of Odokawa. So I think I have to vote for Natsuki Hane. He was awesome, but I had to go with Aoyuki Kumoku. If Aoyuki did not do her voice, I would have dropped this show probably episode four easily. She carried the show. So yeah. if it wasn't for her, I would not have watched the show at all. She did her inner monologue and talking to herself with like six other spiders so well. So it has to be her, Kumoku. Aoyuki, my girl. Okay, okay. Okay, next one, Brian. So this one, we got the best score. We got um, we got Hiroyuki Sawano and Koda Yamamoto for 86. Yuki Kajura. Um, and Go Shi- Shina, uh, Demon Slayer, uh, Mabanao, Mabanao, question yeah. mark, Megalobox 2, Nomad, the Ooh. worst anime of the year. Wow. Um, Punpe, Vava, and OMSB, Otaxi, Sataru Kosaki, Vivi Florence I songs, and Didi Moose and Mito Wondrake Priority. Oh my goodness. All right. What you got? Okay, for me, it's an easy one. It's going to be Vivi Fulroy's Ice Song, Satori Kosaki, Witch Studio. Whoa, Amazing. Whoa. Whoa. That, if oh. I think about it in my head, I remember the the score in that show. Out of all these shows, the best and the easiest. It was well done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very valid. I've only seen one. Well, I'm only familiar with one. And I'm going to push it till the very end. A taxi. And then it, was, it had a really good score as well. well I think it deserved seen- it. Train arc. Come on. Uh, <laughs> All right. Vote for it then. Oh, taxi it is, baby. Okay. Next one we have best character design. Starting off with Tadashi Hiramatsu. He did JJK. And we have Baku Kinoshita and Hiromi Nakayama. He did our taxi. And then we have Atsuko Nozaki, which is Ranking of Kings. And then we have Michiro Nori Chiba, Skate the Infinity. And then we have. Uh, Laundro Flat Studio and Yuichi Takashi, who did a Vivi Fulwright's Eye song. And then we have, lastly, Saki Takahashi, who did Wonder Egg Priority. Bro, Wonder Egg Priority is just taking this bottom right <laughs> fucking shit, corner. Dude. I well, know. Do you think it's because Is it a Crunchyroll anime? Um, It is, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's why? Wait, no, it's Funimation. Oh, it's Funimation? Okay, because I feel like they're just hogging this bottom right corner the entire fucking time. No, it's Funimation. My bad, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What's with that show? Maybe the judges that watch the show has liked it a lot. Hmm. Oh, that's true. The panel, the guests, the judges, whatever. Right. All right, Brian. What you think? Best character designs. Um, I think JJK is good for Shonen, but I don't think it's great. Um, Brian is easy for you to choose, right? It's Ranking the Kings. No, of course not. Oh it's a taxi. Let's go, baby. I don't like the art style of of uh. Of Skate the Infinity, Wonder Egg Priority, it's alright. It's a little too whitewashed, not not like not like Eurocentric, but like kind of like too much whiteness. Like you know, like it was really bright. Okay. Uh, Ranking the Kings, I'm not too familiar for it, so I can't vote for it. Well, the mangaka was inspired by uh the manga of Ichida Oda, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, I gotta switch it. Yeah. So they're all really tall people with big boobs and um big foreheads. Can we, you know, kind of, yeah. But for, for me, I'm going to go with uh, Vivi Fulwright's Ice Song easily as well. Oh, okay. Vivi, Vivi taking some fucking uh, 
vote from you. It's, I didn't it's watch that anime till like the I think in October when I, I watched it when it came out and I liked it a lot. Honestly, it was okay. a good anime. Okay, let me <sighs> good a good celebrity. I feel like Vivi's also hung in the bottom left spot too. Oh, stop it! Because Vivi's been oh, here for since since like uh, okay, actually it hasn't been that long. Never mind. Just wait until the next one, Brian. Go ahead. <laughs> did you did you change the did you just look into the best director? No, best animation. I'm, I'm okay. already here. Go ahead. So, ooh, best animation. Fuck. Okay, so we have Demon Slayer, JJK, Kobayashi Dragon Maid, which it has pretty good. An- oh, fuck it. Do I have to vote for it? I don't know. We'll see. Vivi, Vivi Wonder Egg Priority, hogging the freaking bottom right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Musuku Tensei, Jobless, Reincarnation, Core 1. So what are you going for? I feel like it's either between JJK and, and Kobayashi. I think I'd for, me, for be- fucking Kyoto Animation. For me, it's between Kobayashi and Vivi Floyd's Eye Song. Um, but I'll give it to Miss Kobayashi because it's Kyoani. Yeah. I saw mainly of season one. I saw a couple of season one. And like when they fucking turn on the... They turn it up to 10. They can go to fucking 10. Yeah, uh, they do it again here too. Even better in this one. It's phenomenal. Yeah, so I I can definitely vote for G- for Kyoto at Kyoani. Um, Let's I think JJK it. was really solid as well, though. It was good. I mean, it's Mappa, come on, it's Mappa. Mashoko Tense, uh, Matense is also amazing. They literally made that studio just to animate this show. It also mm-hmm. needs a shout out real quick. So how to say that? Okay, and um, we also gotta recognize that uh, Studio Dean is on here because everybody knows Studio Dean. It would have won easily. <laughs> oh, shut up. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next one, which was Best Director. Okay, we're starting off with Yuichiro Hayashi, Attack on Titan, uh, final season. Then we go with uh, Sungu Park, JJK. Then Yo Miromiya, Moriyama from Megalobox 2, Nomad. And we have Baku Kinoshita from Odd Taxi. Shingo Natsume from Sunny Boy. Oh. And then we have Shin Wakabayashi in Wonder Egg Priority. Good Wait, so- lord. So what was that reaction for Sunny Boy? Is it, was that a good uh or a bad uh? Bad. Pretentious, man. I really did not like this show one bit. So pretentious. 0. 0.5 out of 5, dude. Not Patricia's good. Patricia's fucker. I hate shows like this with a passion. I know some people say that's like a masterpiece level. Sorry, dude. I don't got the brains for it. So Evangelion? Question mark? No. Evangelion dun, better. Dun, okay. dun. <laughs> All right, Brent. What's your vote here? For me, it's easy. Is I feel like, for me, it's pretty easy too. I got to say, a taxi, um, yeah. the way they were able to like story that that fucking uh, like story the story. I don't know that, but Ooh. the way they planned out the entire fucking story and like just being able to keep everything like under wraps and the mystery, then also like give you, it was really. I feel like pulling off a story like that is hard, and they fucking did it. Let's go, baby. Yep, I'm with you. Odd taxi. Baku Kinoshita, his debut, he killed it. Easy vote. And Sunku Park also directed, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Tower of God? No, God, um, God of High School. God of High School? Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's easy. Easy. Pick yeah. One. Okay. okay. So, this one's going to be a fun one. Yes, we have a fun one. All right, we have uh, best fight scene. Starting off with Eren Yeager versus Warhammer Titan from Attack on Titan. Then we have Naruto Uzumaki versus Ishiki Otsuki. 
Otsutsuki from Boruto. Ugh. And then we have Yuji Itadori versus Aoi Taro and Aoi Taro versus Hana, Hanami, JJK. And another one, Yuji Itadori and Nabara Kigusaki versus Eso and Keshizu. And then we have Elma versus Toru, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. And lastly, we have Vivi versus Yugo Kakitani from Vivi Fulwright's I Song. This is hard. I feel like for me, it's pretty easy. Oh, um, go ahead. I, I had no idea Miss Kobayashi had a Fruit Basket crossover, so I definitely have to go for that. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like I feel like the JJK ones are really strong because you know we have the Yuji and and, and Toto were like. Oh yeah, best friend though. The woogie boogie. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I feel like that was so fun. And then, the, like even though the like, oh my god, he got fourteen uh, black flashes in a row, and he's so new. Was kind of yeah. bullshit, but it, it was, was. entertaining. It was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And then I like I like how like you know like the friend group just kind of squads squads up on the on the Yuji and and Nobara. Oh yeah. But. I think the the Yuji and the Aotoro goes does it for me. Okay, for me it's between uh, Elma versus Toru and uh, Vivi versus Yugo Kakitani. Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna go with Vivi versus Yugo because I, the Elma versus Toru looked amazing, but overall I was more like enamored and entertained by the choreography and Vivi. It was fucking phenomenal. So I'll go with Vivi Paul Wright's Ice Song easily. I'm surprised um, Beastars wasn't on here. The game I'm not going to watch Super Saiyan versus Big Bear Johnson. Bruh, that was fun. I don't know. I thought, especially the shower scene one, I thought that one oh, was... Oh, yeah. That great. one, you're right. I forgot about that one. That one was better than the last fight, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then the shower scene was pretty... It was pretty intense. Damn, bro. Should we be reviewing Vivi? I, I've watched it, and I like it a lot, dude. So, I mean, if you want to get into it, go for is it. it. Is it one core? One core Funimation show, Brian. So good luck. Well, that's why we have our our sales seven seas. <laughs> um, maybe we should. Maybe we should should do that instead of fate. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk, Planning we'll, on the yeah. Okay. Next one, Brian. Go ahead. All right. So now we have the best antagonist. Ooh. <laughs> um. I'm very honored to have this one. We have Ed and Yeager. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh-oh. Attack on Titan Season 2. The Mega Simp. The Mega Simp is on here. Um, Tomura Shigaraki. My Hero Academia Season 5. Uh, Knuckles. ReZero. Um, <laughs> Yano. Uh, Taxi. And then Adam from Skit Infinity. And then we have Teta Kisekai Tokyo Revengers. What do you think, Brian? What do you think? Has the, has, who is the best villain? I mean, I feel like Yano was pretty good, but I wouldn't say he's the best villain. But he's the only villain that I saw here, right? Right. So I guess I got to go for Yano. He was good, but I wouldn't say a great villain. Um, I, I like them a lot, too. But no, for me, it's going to be uh, Echidna from ReZero. Ah, so Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was awesome. Okay. True villain in my eyes. Very good. Okay. Very valid. Very valid. All right. Next one, then? Let's go to... Uh, what, the, what the fuck is this? Okay. Best protagonist, Eren Yeager. <laughs> what the fuck? You gotta pick one or the other one, bro. Eren Yeager, Attack on Titan. Then we have Yuji Itadori, JJK. Then we have Joe from Megalobox 2, Nomad. And then Orokawa from Odd Taxi. And Pochi, my, my son, Ranking of Kings. 
and then I also from Wonder Egg Priority hugging that bottom right again. I know. What the fuck? Okay. This is easy for me. I want to just say Boji. I don't want to vote for anything making the Kings because I don't believe it should be here, but fuck it. He's the best boy. The best All of right. boys. Protect my, my son. Okay, protect your son. I'm going to Arakawa. Naturally. Naturally, naturally. You know the fucking vibes. I'm so glad Autexi made it a lot in um, the list because I thought it would be like one or two. I think it was highly critically acclaimed. Not really highly watched by a lot of people, but I think it was highly critically acclaimed by uh, maybe the judges themselves. So that's good. Mm. We'll take those. We'll take those. Yeah. Um. So we're on best best girl. Do I got Uh-oh. best girl? If Toto's not on here, oh, let's go. Okay. Ooh. We have uh, Villan... Vadela Vadeliana Milazzi 86 sure, yeah. Toru Honda Fruit Baskets Nobara Kugisaki JJK uh, Sasara Watanabe uh, Kage Shoju, Shoujo Shoko Komi from Komi Can Communicate and then I Oto Wonder Egg Priority who would have oh my god alright um, you already know who I'm gonna go for fucking Toru Honda the best Very character good. of anime of all time? Question mark. Ooh, possibly. No, <laughs> well, Where my vote, Brian, is mm. also Toru Honda. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Nice, uh, nice. Oh, wait, you're not? No, I am. She's great. Yeah, oh, she's great. oh, okay. Of course, I am. Okay, okay, good. I would have cried if you didn't. No, she's the best of girls. Now, yes, I agree. Ooh, we're gonna go for best of boy. Now, starting off with Senku Ishigami from Dr. Stone, the second season. Damn, Izumi. Dr. Stone got robbed. They just I barely know, showed up. What the fuck? Oh, man. At least we're here for the best boy. So, Izumi Miyamura from Horimiya. Orokawa from Odd Taxi. Boji from Ranking of Kings. Ken Dragon Ryuguji from Tokyo Revengers. And Manjiro Mikey Sano, Tokyo Revengers. I dislike Mikey a lot, so... Nah, so if you're horny, you're picking Tokyo Revengers, and if you're Dragon is the best, better boy anyway. So whatever. And if you're sophisticated, you pick Odakawa. And you pick Boji if you care about your son. I don't care about my son. Fuck my son. Excuse me, sir. FBI is calling. <laughs> Sorry, is the Child Protective Services is on my ass now? <laughs> I'm going. For, I'm, I'm going Boji though, for real. That's okay. Go for. Okay. And then. <laughs> we got anime of the year. Oh yeah. We have eighty six Attack on Titan season part one, JJK, Core two specifically, not Core one, <laughs> Core two. So stupid, dude. Ah, Taxi, Ranking of Kings, Sunny Boy. If you're pretentious, fuck. Okay. Yeah. So out of this easy list. Pick. Okay, so you're going out taxi, of course, right? That's correct. Aha. <laughs> I don't count ranking the kings being over, so I'm not gonna count it here. All right. Okay, but a two to one. Yeah. Is there an anime missing here? Why isn't Fruit Baskets on here? What the fuck? For anime of the year, I know. Yeah. It's a, it's That's a, so dis- dumb. It's a disgrace. You put Sunny Boy. You put eighty six. Fuck these judges. Think- I don't even know anybody who who's watched eighty six. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, Damn. man. Yeah, well, but fruit basket's fuck? definitely missing on that list, though. No kidding. And then, what else do you have? Like, is there other nominees that you would nominate for anime of the year? 
for the year 2021, the year of our Lord and Savior? Um, I'm quickly looking through. Uh, wait, is uh, yeah, obviously, I think Mashoku Tensei should be up here as well. Honestly, I think okay. it's a good competitor with Odd Taxi. If anybody, if anybody is even close, it's Mashoku Tensei. It's a phenomenal show, and it should be up there. It's almost kind of a disgrace that it's not like really, and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Heike Monogatari a whole lot. I thought it was a masterpiece level show. The thing about Ooh, it, though. Damn, a, nobody gave a fuck about that show. 52K's members on Mal, dude. Nobody gave a shit about this show, Brian. But it was good. The art style was phenomenal. Directing was awesome. Um, you know, Science Sato did a good job. Aoyuki did a fucking awesome job. This show was like a 10 out of 10, easily. Spoilers for our upcoming review of it. My, my bad. But still, <laughs> like, this shit should be up there easily. It should compete with this. And not only that, the other show that should be maybe an anime of the year, even above Odd Taxi, is Can I Make Your Ears Feel Good in 180 Seconds? How is it not up here, dude? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what the fuck? I, was, I wasn't sure what the fuck that was. Nah, it's a stupid ASMR shit that's bad. Oh, then what about, what the fuck about Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, huh? Nah, it shouldn't be up there. Nah, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Okay, so so I feel like out of all those, I'd probably pick, pick Fruit Baskets just because it was so like a story long shit, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. here, definitely a taxi, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. I'm surprised you didn't put uh, Vivi Kun up on here. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I forgot that. I was, I was quickly scrolling through my anime list, but yeah, I would put her up there too, actually. That show was awesome. It was fun. Mm. Animated well. With studios slowly becoming up there on my like favorite studios now, you know, with uh, Vivi, you know, with anything that's not Attack on Titan, like you know, Ranking of Kings, <laughs> stuff like that, they're doing a good job. So after they got kicked out of uh fucking um, after they get kicked out of uh, out of Attack on Titan, they after just, they dropped it, did they drop it or did they, they just give it, it to Mappa? They gave oh, it to okay. Mappa. Okay. Okay. Well, after yeah, they. They left Attack on Titan. They're like, all right, let's go on the come up now. Exactly. And they're doing a good job. A phenomenal job, even, I would say. Better than Studio Dean? Oh, man, Brian. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, better than Studio Dean. Okay, okay. Wait, do I have to confirm every vote? Uh, yeah. Well, so who... Did you give it to... Uh, Did you give it to... um, Uh... Fruit baskets, what? The the best anime of the year, or what was your vote? My vote for anime of the year is Odd Taxi. It is even mm. officially or unofficially from here. It's Odd Taxi. I liked it better than everything else this year. Oh, but you know, Fruits Basket oh, is so good too. But you know, I I'll give it to Odd Taxi. It's a one and done, and it's uh, it's harder to do a story like that and do a good job. So I'll yes. I'll give them the title of best show of the year. Okay, okay, very nice, very nice. Oh yeah, and uh, I guess that's it. That's and it. And so the 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 day is the the Crochet World Awards are coming up pretty soon, huh? They the are twenty fifth. Yeah. Well, I, Two I days left to vote. That's it, pretty much. So we'll probably get the the show in mid February. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Well, okay then. Alrighty then. Alrighty indeed. So should we get into the the main course meal of today? Let's get right into 
are Sukimonogatari. Sukimonogatari. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, let's do some housekeeping as always. We're gonna talk about um, Sukimonogatari. It's uh, four episodes, Brian. But I know the way you watched it was in like a movie format on on Verve, right? And yes. Yes. Which is how I watched it originally, too, on Hulu when it came out. And then it's done by Studio Shaft, of course. Light novels of source, comedies, mystery, supernatural, and etchy are the genres. 26 minutes per episode, rated R, of course. Done by the Whoa. same director as always, Shin, um, Yuki Shimbo. Got here. Boy. Shimbo. Yep, and this one focuses on, of course, um, Yotsuki Ononoki. Uh, she's in the title. And you can see um, you know, her cover art and everything with her cute little hat and whatnot. So Brian, going her, into this, what did you expect? Her um, chibi. What, what was that one game on the PSP where like you're the, you're that little ball and you gotta sw- swallow up smaller balls? Excuse me, what? You know, you know what I'm talking about, like the fucking uh, um, the the fucking game on the PSP where like you're like a yellow ball and you're like rolling down and you gotta collect like smaller balls. Oh, Super Monkey you, Ball. I'm just kidding. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I don't know what that is. Ah, I think it starts something with a chi. Maybe Chibioni. Chiboni. Really? I don't know what it is, but her hat reminds me of that. However, what I thought about this going <laughs> in was that uh, I was kind of excited because I wanted to hear more about um, uh, Ononoki because yeah. at first she... I think it's weird because at first I hated Ononoki and uh, Kagenui. So weird. Uh, they were, they were the fucking worst during Nisa Monogatari, but <laughs> I think I hated Ononoki because she's she had the, I hated her line I said with a post look. That one, okay. I don't know why, but that shit that that shit just ignore annoy the fuck out of me. All right. But, but you know after um the one was Moyoi, um, what's it called? Yeah. Um, was it Oni? Yeah, only Monogatari. That um, I I started to to like her again. Um, well, not started to like her again, but to like you know like okay, she's pretty she's she's she not that annoying. Yeah, yeah, she grew on me definitely. And so, so yeah, so I would just I was just excited for this. Yeah, I mean, not much to say really. It's more Monogatari. Did it? You know, did it finally start to get shitty, Brian? But we'll see. Let's get into this. Oh whoa, the controversy. Okay. So. Essentially, um, in this one, the first episode is the whole first episode is just set up and set up so that Aradagi can look in the mirror. That's all that is. It's all yeah, just set up. <laughs> you know, like okay, I'm taking a. Uh, it has a Karen and Suhiki, and then Karen goes for a run, and then Suhiki's like, I'm gonna take a bath, and then Aradagi takes a bath too, and then he's like, how about let's just take a bath together? And yeah, it's a oh. horny scene. Are you, are you incest phobic? Arturo Chen. Incest phobic in anime? No, nah, I don't care. No, nah, I'm just <laughs> I just meant in general, but No, in um, general, no shit, I am in general. <laughs> what the fuck, Brian? Damn so are you saying you're incest phobe? Uh in real life, yes, as we all should be. Okay, yeah, no, I am too. I'm <laughs> just joking. Good lord. Um Damn. But anyways, anywho, uh, let's let's forget I said that. And um but yeah, it was it was a pretty weird setup because essentially that's what it was. It was just like I think I think it's safe to say that this is probably the horniest Monogatari. Oh. Um, just because, like, the entire first episode is just, like, him and his sisters and bathing with one of them. 
right the entire time just just so he can actually look at the mirror and realize that his reflection is not there and he's slowly turning into a vampire Ooh, yeah pretty much and that's all from that essentially that episode one is just that you know they just do that and i said okay yeah he's a he's a vampire now and i'm trying to figure out you know how and why so he talks to shinobu about it and of course uh gain uh calls him and is like go meet uh your girl what was her fucking name um if i can find it real quick here what was her name brian kaganui aha kaganui and she'll meet you here in this spot you know without him uh you know because she knows everything brian's favorite guy the worst guy she doesn't know everything like hanakawa hanakawa's ass brian okay no and... fuck you bro i hate oh why do you do this see hanakawa oh. honestly you're not that good of a character but okay whatever. yeah she is she's an amazing character she's like the bottom tier of this which is not saying a no, lot really bro. no no could... i feel like out of everybody i feel like karen's kind of the worst i feel like i feel like they kind of ignore karen most of all does that mean like, that she's the worst like... Yeah, I feel like it kind of does. She doesn't get a lot of moments. She's all right, you know? Yeah. But, okay, what do you think about this? Why does Suhiki look so much older in this um, in this arc? Does she? She does. She's, like, way taller, and she just, like, looks older. She looks like a 14-year-old. Do you think it's because of the scenes, of the, of the bathing scenes? So they kind of, like, all right, kind of have, like, a dead-ass 14-year-old. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think they care. They show Shinobu naked all the time. She looks fucking seven. Oh, that was that one scene way back when, but... I'm just saying. But yeah, Suhiki looks way much older uh, than she typically does. Oh, I didn't see it, but... You didn't see it? All right, all right, all right. I didn't see it. Maybe, maybe. But anyway... But yeah, I hated that shit when Gain just called them out of nowhere and like, oh, I already know what you guys... Because like... Whatever. Because like if... Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Why are you so mad at that? God damn it! Man. There's <laughs> so, so much. Annoying. There's so much BS like... in this, and then that bugs you. I don't understand. Yeah. There, what BS? What other BS are is there in this? Please well, like, explain. Well, like you know, for like it's just, it's just like freaking um Oshino Meme, like doing all that shit that you know. I, I don't know. Just just stuff like that that doesn't really it doesn't make sense. Like him him beating gods and stuff, and this he kind does of stuff. it. He does though. He beat the shadow. Nobody came. Yes, but he that's his, he's a demonologist. Oh, yeah, big he's, deal. Is that a real thing, Brian? Let me tell you. <laughs> Seriously? Well, I don't know if demonologist. He's the he's a QAnon shaman of apparitions. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, they go to meet Not... with uh, her, and then, you know, he has to go find Yotugi, and she's inside the UFO machine, right? Yes, yeah, the claw machine. Well, UFO machines was called in Japan, but yes, claw machine for really? us gaijins. Yeah, for us gaijin goombas. Yes, so they, you know, he finally gets around and uh, yeah, well, shit well, it happens. took him like a million tries after a million, million quarters. Tries. Yep, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And then Gain was just already there on top of the ceiling. Yeah, and since um he's gonna meet up with um the specialist uh, Kaganui, he's scared, so he sends uh. The two sisters with uh, Kambaru, of course, make, keep them a little bit safer, right? Which makes sense. Was well, it just because Suhiki would, because she was after Suhiki or? He wasn't after, she, she's not really after her, but she doesn't want her, yeah, to like, you know, come in contact with them because that can, uh, you know what she's going to do. You, you don't know what they plan. These people are weird. These, these fucking people are crazy specialists. Well, I, I feel like the Kaikis and the Memes and the Kaganuis, they're like relatively like 
um, pro Araragi kun. I well, I feel like I don't know. I feel like they're not bad guys towards them at any way. Yeah, only because of uh, Oshino. That's why. Because hmm. he gave them the that's seal true. of approval, right? That's what they were saying. Yeah. That's the only reason why. If it wasn't for that, they would have just killed him off already. Or tried to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway. So, and then uh, they meet up with uh, Yozuru. And then, uh, yeah, he's like, what's wrong with my body? And she does this whole test, you know, brace his finger. And then he's like, <laughs> he, he can't. He's like, his, um, I guess, like, it shows that his, um, his fingernail on his toe because uh, Suhiki, like, fucking breaks his toe, and uh, it didn't heal yet. But and then, you know, Honoroki bites his foot, and is like, you already healed, you idiot. Just slower yeah, than yeah, usual. Yeah. And then so, you know, Kaganui breaks his finger, and she's like, okay, heal yourself. Try to do it, and he's like, what do you mean? Well, just try to think of something you want to do. So then he thinks about it. If they're not healed, then you can't touch Hanekawa's boobs. So he heals oh, in an instant. Her opais. And so... <laughs> I think it's so weird that he's still like, I don't know, I don't know. You're a hater, obviously. I mean, what are you gonna say now? Channel. Oh, it's only about Hanukawa. Yeah, it's that's it is Hanukawa. about Hanukawa. I feel like I don't know. I feel like we need to show Senjukahara more, and I feel like Senjukahara needs to fuck up Araragi. It's also weird because I feel like this is the first time we've seen Araragi like had like a main story about Araragi in like a really long time. Yeah, or is so. that just me? No, it it it, it is. We it's only been about the girls, really. Yeah, the girls in Kaiki. <laughs> well, he's best girl, so yeah. Yes, he is best girl, and so it's been a while. I've actually missed a lot of Araragi because, like, it's been so, like he's just kind of been there for like a couple scenes or two, and like, in like what is it like two or three arcs already? Yeah, it's been a while, dude. And like Araragi Shinobu, since when it's Araragi story, Shinobu is always involved, and I I love both of their you know interplay together. It's great. Yeah, like when um, but it's also go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. When uh, Kakinui, when when she lands on Shinobu's head, and she's like ashamed, and she's like, "Get the fuck off my head!" And then uh, Aragi's like, "Well, you defended your master from being stepped on, right?" She's like, "Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. right, that's right, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> to to protect her pride. Yeah, it's great. Well, I think it's weird that uh, well, I don't think it's weird. I think it's actually really cool that uh, we can go without the, I mean, I guess you can call them like the core protagonist. Yeah. For like. For like three or four arcs without like you know skipping a beat, you know. I think that's really, it's really good writing. I think it's pretty cool and also like builds a lot of characters because we got a lot of time with um, we got some time with Sanju Gahara and Kaiki, and um, and Kambaru because uh, we got nothing Kambaru. about Kambaru for a long time either. Yeah, exactly. I, I think so. so I think I think it's good writing. You're right. I mean, if it was bad writing and I'm like, oh my god, I don't care about Kambaru, that means that they're not doing a good job writing the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so uh, I actually really appreciate that. How do you think, do you think like, um, so what I like about Monogatari is that like each kind of arc looks like, um, I kind of like the different aesthetics to all of them. Cause like, if you look at, look back at back in Monogatari, like it was like directed differently. It was kind of like a little bit, like a uh, little bit more darker, but I feel like, I feel like each arc has like his own feel to it, which I really like. This one was like really bright, really colorful. Cause you know, you had like the whole claw machine, you had like, um, shinobu's palace like the castle palace and then you have like all the snowmans and everything snowball fights in the background yeah 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 yeah. yeah you're right and this, this one it's pretty cool how they do that as well like i think uh hanamaragatari had like a, a gray feel to it right and like yeah right i know what you mean i think it's great too pretty awesome how they do it it's not boring or i don't know i don't know 
how he decides what uh, I guess filter to use, but whenever he does, it's uh, the right one usually. It feels right. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, Brian. So why is Araragi, you know, gaining more vampire powers? I guess per se. It's cause he had to go diddle uh, one of his lolly harem and use his vampire powers for like sixty days straight during the whole Nadeko thing. Well, just in general, whenever he uses his vampires. Yeah, he slowly started to, to turn into a vampire. Am I correct in this? That's correct. Pretty much, he's been relying on his powers too much, and that's it. And then he asks, "Can I fix it?" And they say, "Nope, no fixing this." So, and, and then hey. go ahead. Oh, and and uh, Adaraka family said, "Okay, I'm okay with that." <laughs> yeah, for real. He's like, "Whatever." And um, they tell him, "Well, there's no way to fix it, but there's a way to stop it." Just stop using your vampire powers from now on, and you'll stay the same like that. You know, you live like a live like a normal human, and don't rely on the powers anymore. And they both say, "Would just say yeah." And then it, you know, it has a, a cute little Onanoki moment where she's like, "You know, as a friend, I want to tell you to please don't use them because you know I'm just a Shikigami, and if my master orders me to, I'll have to fight you." And she just she doesn't want that. So it's kind of yeah. a cute moment with like you know she's bonding with Araragi herself, doesn't want to fight. Uh, my boy either it's kind of nice and so uh if i don't go full vamp would he like turn evil or no or would he just be the same about but just like op as fuck brian that's i'm not gonna say anything i think that's kind of spoilers for future ones so whatever i'll keep it at that mm. okay okay and um yeah, I mean, of course, if he gets his vampires back, that just means that Oshino's approval of him being harmless is off the table. So they have to kill him, of course, the specialist. And, of course, if uh, Araragi dies, uh, Shinobu will gain her powers back and she'll be OP again and kill everything else. So as she did see, before. See, but that's the thing I kind of don't understand. Maybe we'll get more light into this later, is how how they were with the team Shinobu in the first place. How they what? Without Araragi. How they how they were able to like pacify Shinobu in the first place, you know what happened in that golden week between Hanakawa and Araragi Kun. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It's pretty cool what happens, man. I mean, I think it's kind of obvious actually if you really think about it what happened, because I think Oshino mentioned it a few times, but you know it it could have been, whatever. Oh. you will see it in the movies though for sure. So let's keep it at that as well. Okay, okay, okay. And um. Yeah, I mean, and it turns out that uh, she gets a call. I mean, yeah, she, um, Kagune gets a call from Gain again. That's uh, the a certain specialist talking about a certain specialist that's not involved with them, you know, is uh, here and he kidnapped the sisters in Kambaru. So yeah, now we <laughs> and gotta, they have to go back. Yeah, to the N- Nadeko Gate. Yep. And now we gotta go and, and uh, save them. I feel like this made it like a like a million times better because they they um they brought back a goaded anime um what what's the word that you used earlier seiju seiyu seiyu yeah is that voice actor voice actor yeah they brought back our boy um koyatsu takehito aka um the one guy from gintama aka dio aka um all you had to say was dio no what what other roles he does he has like a million good roles. Um, he does uh, Ozymandias from Fate. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's famous. He's huge. He's in a lot of roles. But yeah, I mean, more famously for Dio. More famously for the antagonist of Gintama. Absolutely. 
I mean, he does, um, of course, um, uh, Aokiji from One Piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, a lot of roles, man. You you name it. He's probably been in at least something. There's a lot of people are sims for him as well. He did a lot of uh, Food Wars stuff, too. But famous Zeke. for... What? Zeke? Zeke. Yeah, from oh, yeah. AOT. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Of course. His uh, his his attack in Attack on Titan Yell is uh fabulous in Attack on Titan. Yes. Well Hell yeah. But with that, we um we get some we you know, they go to the combat's house, it's empty, there's a crane, he pulls the crane, a bunch of cranes are made, and then they go back to Kagunui and she's like, Yeah, but it's him, so we gotta find him. Because he does not um, abide by the same rules that you know he's undergone, which you know, which um, Oshinomeme said that Aragi and Shinobu are harmless, so he does not have to abide by that at all. So he's gonna kill them anyway. He's a rogue anti-coalition. Um, he's a he's an Edo revolutionary. Yes. And so that ah oh, fuck. Uh, it's been such a while since I watched Gintama, but never mind, never mind. Oh, good lord, Brian, you hurt me. Sorry, but it's so good. You hurt it's so me. good. And then episode but, four, they're walking to the shrine to get there, and we get some backstory of Ononoki finally, finally, and and we kind of get some. But when you get some backstory of who made her and how and why, right? It was just college friends being bored, trying to experiment. On a corpse that lived a hundred years ago. Wait, no, wait. When did they say that? What the hell, Brian? No, no way. Do you think they cut it out in your version? Verb? Yeah. Oh no. That's weird. I didn't hear anything about that. It's when they're walking. You know, he's like he um he like shows her skirt up. You know, the whole time pulling her skirt up, right? That part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's during all that monologue, and then you know she's like, okay, because like you know. Um, it was a uh, Kagunui, uh, Taratsuru, Oshino, Kaiki, and Gain. They were all part of the group that made her, and that's what they were saying. That you know, Aragi, if at the end of the day, if you have no other chips to use, you can always just use me and give me up, and he'll probably uh, let you go and let your sisters go in exchange for me. Uh-huh. So and then yeah. that's why he puts her skirt up. Then he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Anybody that says stupid things gets stupid things happen to them." You know, and it was like it was like one of some of those dumb like it's an edgy moment. It's not really edgy because it's like you know it, it's it's a good line still what he said because he's like you know you're saying stupid things that I'll never do no matter what. And then yeah, <laughs> and then um she's like well you can always give up Shinobu and then he's like but if you wouldn't give me up there's no way you'll give up uh, Shinobu Onechan but he's like if anything I'll give up myself for everybody. Bro, I think you spoiled it for me. No. I didn't play with shit. It was. I don't, I don't. I'm looking at it right now, and and they've never talked about how she was created. Well, that's too damn bad, bro. What the fuck, Arturo Chan? You're doing your kohai dirty. I'm not doing anybody dirty. It was literally in the. I'm seeing an hour and thirty eight here. Hmm, maybe something was cut out, dude. I think it was. Because um, hour 38 is when, when he's already with Senju Gahara at the very end. Let me see. Let me see. Or maybe do you think it's different on the DVDs? The Blu-rays. On the Blu-rays? I'm trying Sorry. to... Sorry. I don't buy DVDs, all right? How dare you? I'm trying People to... like Blu-rays. I'm trying to see something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Um, I'm skipping to the verb here. Mm, 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 mm. But we also missed an important Ogi part. Go ahead. Well, I was hoping you would explain what ha- with me what happened with Ogi because I don't think it, I don't think a lot happened. Just that um, she's Oshino's niece, and that um, she was kind of talking like a villain. Okay, go on. But uh, but uh, I mean I don't know. She didn't. I feel like um. They were just talking. I think they were just talking about more about Oshino and um, I uh, just I think at the very like I feel like this like whole thing was a setup, um, just so like, Araki can't use his uh vampire skills anymore. Right. And also to to continue the search for Oshino because I, I think he's brought up a, a lot in this. He's brought up a lot in this, yeah. And Brian, I just found it. It's in the minute mark, a minute twelve. And yes, I as an operation, I mean an artificial one. And then Gain, Izuku, and then it says uh, Meme Oshino, uh, Kaiki, uh, Kaganui, and then, yeah, see, like, it's, some, it's a project. It's all here, Brian. It's here. Hmm. You were too... Yeah, maybe I'll sleep. You were too busy visualizing the lolly, you creep. Hell no. What the fuck? Huh. Yeah, it's right It's Wait, right here when she's, like, doing her idol dances and she's underwater. It's like a... It's a, a lot of 12? things happening, dude. Huh? A minute 12? A minute 12 and a little bit, yeah, like throughout that, a minute 12, go on. And it's a lot of things of how, you know, um, she's like, oh, so at the end, um, it says like, oh, so um, let me see if I can find her name again. Uh, Kaganui took you and she's like, nope, I chose big sister. And like, if it was up to me, I would have chosen Oshino to be with instead, right? But she couldn't go with him because he didn't want her. So she chose. Oh, between- I do. Re- I, I do remember that part. Yeah, she chose between Kaganui or Taratsuru, and she chose the big sister, Kaganui, instead. So ever since then, they hate each other, these two. I mean, come on, Brian. You really skipped over that a very important part. Dude, God damn it. This hurts. Shout mm. out to Monogatari series being too wordy for Brian. It, okay, it was just a lot happening. Oh, I see it now. It was an idol dance. Okay, maybe I just... I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's very important detail. I'm glad I, I, I mentioned it to you, because it's very important that you know this, because... Um, obviously they, um, later on when he meets up with Tatsuru, he says, I had the same curse as Kaganui. And there you go. Yeah. That's the finally, Where the they thing can't that touch... we finally got. Where they can't touch the floor, right? They can't touch the floor. And obviously everybody's cursed if what he's saying is right. Because if he says that it's an exchange for what happened, it means that everybody got cursed in some way. Gain. Ah, Oshino. Gain with knowledge. Oshino with something maybe of uh, only being able to help people, you know, by not being involved directly, possibly. Um, oh, well, spoilers. Thank you. No, um, we don't know. We don't Ka- know that either way. Kaiki being um, daddy extraordinaire. <laughs> exactly. A heartless monster. Exactly. He became the new Sanji. Hashtag spoilers for One Piece. Um, but yeah, do you think the, the, the whole Tandoru part was kind of anticlimactic? Not really. I mean, it's after the fact. Everything happened here, so I don't know. What, Tadasuru? Well, like, here's a new person, and he only had, like, um, like at least, like, three minutes of screen time. Oh, you mean him? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, for sure. Well, do you think he's going to come back later on? Isn't he dead? Well, no, but, like, you know, in the past, though. Oh. Um, honestly, I forgot, man. I can't tell you. Maybe he does, but or I is he? Or is he Kaiki dead and not actually dead? Well, I don't know. 
I mean, he he ain't the narrator this time, so I don't know. Shit. <laughs> we need a we need a Tadasu Tadasuru part. That would have been cool. I, I would have liked having Dio's narration. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be hella sick. But yeah, with that, he pretty much just embraces. Um, he says, "Just say the line one more time," you know, unlimited rule book, and yeah, she does. I don't know, Keen, she kills him, you know. And that's it. Yeah. And that's the end. Well, do you think he just, he, he died on purpose? I think so. I feel like he's, I think he's too strong to just not die on purpose. But what was the whole point of it though? Like what's the whole point of him, um, him stealing Suhiki, uh, Kanburu and Karen if he's not going to do shit? Well, I just feel like maybe Kanburu was what he wanted in the beginning, but since the sisters were there, he just kidnapped them by proxy, possibly. Because I think he wanted to die by Anonoki. Only way to do that, maybe, was to intercept with Gain or something. Because then she knew that. Uh, but like, because I think Kagunui was saying the whole time that anything's happening too much of a coincidence, and she doesn't believe it. You know how I don't yeah. getting his powers and all of that. So maybe he was kind of waiting for the right time to strike Aradagi to, I don't know. It seems strange, yes, but, you know, it's a time that maybe uh, Aradagi and Shinobu can't use their power, so they have to rely on Ononoki, and then he wants to die by her hand, maybe. The thing he created, I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe this is, like, something for, like, a second rewatch, maybe to understand a little bit more, because I feel like... Definitely for you. Um, Definitely for you, Brian. I love that, yeah. But, like, <laughs> I feel like... um uh this one kind of like not that it was like anticlimactic but i feel like this one didn't have a lot of like the like the whole like kind of maybe like a sentimental or kind of like a moral because i feel like most of them do where like you know each one of them deals with like a specific you know like problem somebody may have like you know kind of like personal issues and shit like that or like um i don't know just something about like being human you know maybe like, that's you know, the, the beauty of this one because ononoki doesn't have any of that uh-huh so it's about her and then not really having anything like that makes sense for her story. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. Maybe. But yeah, I think, you know, I think uh, her just not really having like a personality or feelings could be a reason why. I don't know. It does. It adds up to me. It's mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. Well. What? Go on. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say the whole part with Senji Gohara. Um, yeah. I think I really like I really like kind of like that epilogue, if you will, because I, I think it, it just kind of like mentions that um, um, that the story isn't all the way over yet because it kind of feels that way. Well, at least for me, because I haven't seen the because I know there are more parts. Oh, yeah. But like but like if I, I was watching this without like not knowing um how many parts there were going to be, I could have like, damn, it's like, is Monogatari going to come to an end really soon? But, you know, in the epilogue with Senju Gohara and, like, with Karen and um, with Ononoki living with him now. Yeah. Um, he just kind of mentions that, like, he should, um, there's still probably more, like, um, kind of, like, more adventures to go, right? Right. And so, um, it just kind of makes me feel with that, like, because it's crazy, because I feel like Monogatari does, like, a really good job of being so long, but also being, like, so entertaining at the same time, where, like, Right. I don't know how many hours we're at at this point. I think at least probably like 10, maybe. Probably like 10, yeah. Uh, I, it was like, it's a lot of things. And um, yeah, I just really appreciate that, it, that there's still more to like look forward to. Because like, 
I've been really enjoying the series. Well, even without that ending epilogue, I think it's pretty obvious that there's more because Onoroki has said this twice now, and she said this the second time. She said that that Ogi gives her final boss vibes still, like the final villain. And yeah, she said that again. She said that the first time when she first met up with her in the second season of Monogatari. She said it again. She's like, that's kind of yeah, but she was being kind of weird. You're right. Like she kind of just like I've been waiting for you since the morning. She's like, what does my uncle say again? Oh, you can't help yourself. He's like, that's not my line. That's like, oh, huh, huh. how did I forget that line? You know? Yeah. All this yeah. weird shit. And, you know, it seems like Ogi knows a lot more than she's letting on still. She's very odd. Like, she knows about what happened with um, Araragi during, um, you know, the whole Neko arc and everything. It's very, very mm-hmm. unusual stuff. When I don't think, I don't know. It's weird. She's a weird character, man. Well, it's weird because they used to break the fourth wall a lot. Yeah. And so I feel like. Ononoki kind of did that as well, where like, like, oh, maybe she's giving us really big final boss pipes. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Because I, because I feel like all we have is Ogi right now, and also what happened in Golden Week, and um, I think that's probably like the conclusion. At least that's what I think. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah, would you like to give it a rating? Well, before that, I guess let me just quickly say that this is probably mm. maybe the most wordiest of the, the shows. I mean, of the whole Monogatari. So, what do you think? You think I'm right on that? I think I think it's right. Like, most wordy yeah a lot a lot of talking man insane amount of talking i would say no i don't think it is oh man what is for you then what arc had more than this because seriously I, this is where i really started this is where when i remember when i started watching the series i was like this show is really wordy and but yeah for you what's the most wordy then probably either bakamonogatari or nekomonogatari oh man no for me it's this one maybe maybe though but okay even tw- well i did get a sense yeah. where it's like the music it was getting really like the music like kind of like the score in this one it was like kind of more intense okay yeah and it was like um i was like there was this one song in the very beginning and it like the the way that it kept like repeating like it kind of felt like a fire alarm in a kind of a way <laughs> yeah and i think he was talking with suhiki and i'm like I, I, I kind of wanted it to like it felt like really rushed and like really intense for some reason no oh, wow i don't know yeah. if that was just me though it could have been, yeah, but once again, they did a good job as, uh, you know, they're being really wordy, you know, first of all, they're being wordy to the point that they have these crazy visuals in the background, you know, they have Onoroki underwater, you know, dancing like an idol, which, you know, Brian was admiring, which is why he missed that whole, uh, the whole part. <laughs> yes. Know. Is Brian Lollicon, question mark, maybe. And, Hell no. And then we also had uh, Onoroki and Shinobu having snowball fights in the background, you know, were intense. Yeah. Those were cool, like. It's just, you know, Monogatari being Monogatari again, trying to give you these uh, word dumps without being extremely boring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's give it a rating, Brian. Go ahead. You go first. So, something that the mangaka of uh, of Hunter Hunter should take note of. Hmm. Shout mm-hmm. out to my boy. <laughs> but, um, all right, so I'm giving the rating. Um, I feel like this had everything... Um, that I like about the Monogatari series, you know, I like the change of, I like the change of kind of like the art style. I really like the music. Um, I think for me, I feel like the only downside is that I didn't kind of have like, uh, that meat because I feel like this like the four episodes were like super entertaining to watch, but I feel like um, because like usually like uh, the other arcs it has me like, like it leaves me with something like kind of to think about and to kind of like mull over and like. You know, just kind of like to think about like what happened afterwards, and this one was pretty like straight and die and uh, dry, and um, 
which which wasn't bad i don't think it was definitely a bad thing at all but um i don't know i kind of really like the heartfelt stories you know like you know i think my favorite arc is probably nekomonogatari because i feel like i relate to hanakawa a little bit more oh my god but sorry i'm just i am the physical embodiment of hanakawa oh god um <laughs> no just kidding but like you know because like even with like the old bakemonogatari you know they're all about you know moyoi was about araragi kind of feeling lost and hanakawa be feeling lost and so that's about i don't know i just feel like this one didn't kind of have like anything like to chew over and so like it was good it was definitely everything that i love about monogatari um i think i have to give it a nine out of ten very good um i'm the almost in, i'm kind of the opposite of you now re- i mean i'm just i mean i like this a lot i like this more than a lot of the other stories personally i don't know why Maybe it's just because uh, Monogatari's been surrounded in mystery throughout, and we finally get a bunch of answers here. We get Ononoki's yeah. backstory. We get, you know, the specialist backstories. Finally, after a long time, are we gonna get more Oshino now? It seems like it. He keeps they keep hinting yeah. we'll find him. I like that, and having more Oshino is great. You know, Oshino is awesome. But yeah, I mean, everything about. I mean, we, yeah, we we didn't get the the heartfelt like you know, here's um what you need to have, but. I don't think you need it for this story because it's Ononoki's story. And I think maybe that was the point of like a monotone character with no feelings or emotions herself, even though she mentioned she does, but she has that monotone face because she's a doll. But I thought it was great. And the way it was portrayed because of a doll story, I think it made perfect sense personally. And uh, I like this uh, probably more than any other story except for the Nise Monogatari. But um, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. I thought it was great. Awesome. Everything about it just had me intrigued. It was easy to binge through these four episodes anyway. Yeah, no, they're definitely like a great easy watch. I it helped me like hella entertained. Like even even most than like most fucking movies, you know? Because like you think about it, like each arc is like literally like the size of a movie. No, it's a little bit shorter because they're like a minute forty. Yeah, I mean you give 30, it a, you give it a whole nine, 30. so I mean that's still a damn good score, so Yeah, no, definitely. I did not hate this arc. I loved it. But but you're in Monogatari just, for the you know the heart pinchers or you know you want to talk at your heart strings. Yeah. Well, I just kind of like the stories that like I I feel like using like kind of ghost to like like getting rid of people's like you know it's kind of is kind of like getting rid of like skeletons or the ghosts and like in their lives or whatever. Right. And um, I thought that was like really smart and clever in the way they use like kind of like Japanese folklore to kind of like um kind of like go through that. I just I just really appreciate the series overall and it's also like super wordy and entertaining and like has like a good I don't know it just has a lot of good things going for it and so that's why I love this series one of my favorite series it's great um but yeah check out our other monogatari reviews uh we've probably done like 10 at this point <laughs> yeah dude. and so check check them all out binge them and um yes yeah, follow us Instagram Facebook anime fridge email us at uh anime fridge at gmail.com um I am Brian Chan, and that is my senpai, Arturo Chan, and uh, Jenna. Bye-bye.